0: In this episode, we're going to be talking about social commerce strategies.
1: Hi Chelsea, Uh, I'm sat here with James and Chelsea today uh, having a conversation about social commerce. It's something that a year ago we weren't discussing that much, but nowadays it seems to be a daily topic. It's moving at such a pace with the the likes of Facebook uh, talking about Facebook Payments—it's uh, a real thing in certain countries. I believe they've rolled it out in India now. Uh, Chelsea. So customers are now starting to talk about it quite a bit, as much as their e-commerce store. Some customers, I'd say, we've got probably two or three clients who've implemented it already, and they've got the click through to their existing e-commerce store where it adds it to the shopping cart, and you can actually check out quite easily in a in a couple of clicks. Uh, obviously the next stage I think the whole transaction will be within the social media uh, where do you see it going and how quick
0: <laughs> that's a really good question and um, one thing that I've definitely noticed is um, so the way that Facebook and Instagram work um, they update their apps you um, kind of periodically and people are getting the new layouts at um, at different stages and what I've noticed with having some clients um, like Instagrams and Facebooks um, kind of like on my phone and attached to like my Instagram app um, as soon as their platform changes to the more kind of e-commerce focused one that we're seeing now they're getting in touch with us to talk more about like social commerce and um, and I also think Facebook's been really, really cheeky as well and put the put the shopping section where the old activity tab used to be because obviously people were used to looking there to um, see what's going on in the world, but now they're clicking on the shopping button instead. I think this has the potential to go incredibly, incredibly rapidly because um, if we look at the start of the year when um, first lockdown was happening and how quickly e-commerce picked up and social media has... Um, it's completely capitalized on it because look at how quickly they've implemented the changes and they've got used to like new consumer behavior and not even getting used to it but they're trying to adapt their platforms to influence that behavior even further so um I think now is the time to start start experimenting with it because we're in another lockdown people are there and if you have the functionality as well just go for it.
1: Yeah, and initially when I saw it, I thought, oh, this is just something new, like the marketplace didn't really take off initially. And then all of a sudden everybody uses it. Uh, but having chatted to a client, as soon as they put the products on there, they, they got conversion straight away. And the ability to, to sponsor things in the marketplace, but outside of the marketplace in the e-commerce section, uh, I think, I think. We're always a little bit late to the party, the UK, the US get it beforehand and test it out and other other countries are are testing it and got different versions of it. So definitely Facebook are are playing with the layouts and playing with what the user experience more than anything. I was surprised when I initially saw it when you could click a product, add it to the cart and it would automatically add it to the cart in the e-commerce website that we created. We created a WooCommerce website. I clicked one button, it was in the shopping cart ready to check out and that was impressive. I assumed that the link would just take you to a product to browse a product, but it does take you to the next level, which I find quite impressive.
2: I think it's one of those things, isn't it, where um, you yeah, know if you look if you've got an e-commerce store and you're looking at different ways to make more money out of it, it's just what another piece of the puzzle which can sort of bring a abor- bring around that next step change in terms of um, yeah, getting additional traffic to your site that you potentially wouldn't have got previously. Uh, I think, you yeah, know, when we look at uh, e-commerce websites uh, to sort of evaluate them, to see how well they're doing. Yeah, we, we normally go through the sort of things that people are already familiar with, which is integration with third party marketplaces like Amazon, eBay. Um, Google Shopping and all these different things, when they come on board for a client, tend to move them up to the next level. And I think this is just the next evolution of that, where integration integrating with social commerce just gives that extra uh, convenience factor to their own customers, so that they can buy straight from the platforms they're already in without even having to go to that person's website. Yeah, Which, in a lot another, of ways,
1: it's another storefront, isn't it? Yeah,
2: that's right. And I think in a lot of ways, it takes away. A little bit more of the SEO puzzle as well, because I think you know, historically everyone assumed people found products via searching the web, and it's not necessarily the case. You know, uh, like you were saying before, you've got the ability to advertise your products uh, and sponsor them into into directly into the feeds of people that are interested in buying. Um, which yeah, you know, if you compare that to a you know, to waiting for them to to go searching for your product through uh, Google or other search engines, uh, then yeah, you, you're sort of you're getting to them before they even know they want to buy.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think um, another piece of that puzzle that I saw um, a picture of him. Um, so Stephen Bartlett the other day put on um, put on LinkedIn, an image of um, e-commerce now being available through WhatsApp. So people are starting to integrate it into their customer service strategies as well. People are getting in touch with them through WhatsApp, asking about their products. And then it opens up this like storefront, very similar to like the Facebook store and the Instagram store, where it's kind of like a grid and you see two side by side and you can scroll through. And um, obviously, WhatsApp's owned I mean, by Facebook, and um, the, it's kind of part of the Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp trilogy. But um, it's just an extra way, I think, to get your products in front of people at a different stage of their customer journey as well. And um, if you're um, if you're kind of someone that has like really good customer service, um, I would definitely try and use that to capitalise on it because if you don't have one product it's a really easy way in to kind of offer people suggestions and try and solve their problems with any other products you may have.
1: Yeah, it's like everything's trying to be rolled into one at the minute. Facebook acquired everybody, everything was very separate and individual, all different apps now, everything's integrated. Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Messenger, WhatsApp, and even on your page, get pop-ups at the top, all clients do at the minute to push uh, WhatsApp, which uh, which was quite a surprise to me. It was initially Messenger, and now they're pushing WhatsApp. There's a phone number associated with it. Again, another way of contacting. So, yeah, I think it will be rolled out across everything as one kind of unified platform. I can see that being the next step, and sooner than I predicted. I thought this would take years to do, but they seem to be doing it quite quick.
0: And if you look at Facebook Business Suite as well, um, it's something that we've been helping clients with, helping them get set up on there. They've launched like an integrated platform now between Instagram and Facebook, but also like training sessions as well to like understand it fully, use it a bit like the Google Ads um, training platforms and also um, LinkedIn training sessions as well. So I think they're starting to try to become a big contender, which leads me on to kind of what you were saying earlier James and how it's like another storefront naturally with social media platforms they don't want to take people away from the platform they don't want people to have to go out into the shops and in America we've seen they've started integrating it so you can pay directly through the social platforms so what I'm really interested to see is how how far are they going to take it
2: Yeah, I mean, my view of that is, I I suspect that the the ultimate end goal is to uh, replace e-commerce websites altogether. Um, and, yeah, I, I think what you'll sort of start to see over the coming years is essentially one central place for you to manage your inventory, which then pushes out to all these different places. Um, and actually, you'll do the transaction on each individual website rather than bringing everything back to your own website, which I think has been the model that it's been moving to for a little while anyway. But um, like you were just saying, I think it's been accelerated uh, in the last six months um, yeah, much quicker than anyone really thought. I think you know, e-commerce has been often touted to have been sort of moved on five to ten years in six months because of the pandemic. And I think this is just a symptom of that. Um, but I think yeah it's just logical really yeah people actually don't want lots of different accounts on different websites and you know it's the whole reason that amazon prime does so well because people just don't want to have to buy through multiple places yeah once you've got stored payment details in one platform why really why do you want to hand them over to another company as well and I think we're just seeing that you know Facebook and Instagram particularly um, are going to be capitalizing on that bandwagon really and making sure that yeah once they've got your payment details they do as much in that one platform as they can possibly can. Um, it's just another way to control you and keep you in the site basically. Um, but yeah, it is more convenient for the user if you can buy right there and then when you, yeah, you're you seeing the product that you want.
1: Yeah, well, personally, I've always seen, uh, even up to last year, so Facebook and using Instagram uh, to, as a lead generation tool. So to generate traffic to the website to do a transaction. Uh, we already manage quite a few websites and the, and the website isn't the main uh, sales source really the websites uses a bit of an aggregator to bring in all the different storefronts like amazon and ebay and now social with social commerce as well like james says it could potentially drop off the website traffic the website sales could drop off but you could benefit massively from using social media i still personally think it'd be nice to bring them all into a central location to process so that perhaps it is a website an e-commerce website to process all of these different storefronts but we're not sure what direction we're we going and how the back end side of things I'm, I have quite a lot of involvement in uh, warehousing order picking packing and and the processing side of it the actual business side of it after the transaction and I personally think there needs to be something a little bit more heavy duty than what social media could probably offer to bring all these storefronts to one location for you to process as a as a serious e-commerce customer.
0: Yeah that's really interesting and I guess um well with um with us not knowing kind of what the regulations are going to bring it's interesting to see how far we'll be um well what we'll be talking about in the next six months and um, how far it's progressed since then so yeah really enjoyed this chat guys thank you um and if you have any questions about social commerce um or um just let us know what you think of the new app layouts as well and um, just get in touch at hello at marketing.com